0: On this episode of Inside Boxing Live, Ryan Garcia stops by the show to talk about Taylor Serrano. His next fight, which he says will be in July, and of course, we break down Canelo Alvarez versus Dimitri Bavall. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome into to another edition of Inside Boxing Live, presented by John Boy Media. I am your host, Dan Canobio and we're going to get right into it. Ryan Garcia joins the show this week. He was in New York City for the Taylor Serrano fight. He came through the John Boy offices and it was a fun sit down Uh, getting to talk to Ryan about his thoughts on the Taylor Serrano fight. uh, How many more times he wants to fight in 2022. He says he's going to fight in July, July 16th. He's circling and he says the fans are going to be excited. You know, I think it's going to be a fight with Pitbull Cruz. He wouldn't exactly tell me, uh, but I don't think it's going to be another fight like Emmanuel to go. Uh, Obviously, he still wants Tank Davis, and he gives us some insight on when he thinks uh, he'll be able to get Tank Davis in the ring or when Tank Davis will be able to get Ryan Garcia in the ring. However, you look at that whole saga that's been playing out for, for many, many years. We also talk about the Canelo Alvarez fight this weekend, taking on Dimitri Braval. Obviously, that is the big one this weekend. Over in Las Vegas, 175-pound matchup, Uh, Canelo Alvarez looking to become a two-time light heavyweight champion. And I feel like, you know, it's just kind of like being swept under the rug or just like being overlooked because Canelo has just, you know, accomplished so much in his career up to this date that the fact that he is now fighting at 175 pounds again after clearing out 168 just last November against a in-his-prime legitimate champion in Dimitri Bivol is just absolutely nuts as you see this week with them with the face off they're all in Vegas right now Bivol is big he is much much bigger than Canelo Alvarez but that's never been a problem for Canelo in terms of fighting taller opponents the numbers are just absurd when it comes to Canelo fighting uh taller opponents he's five and zero with three knockouts against guys six foot or taller and he, obviously Canelo is five foot eight Canelo is a small welterweight, let alone a light heavyweight. Not only has he just been dominating those taller opponents, been stopping them too with the three knockdown, with the three stoppages, outlanding them uh, almost three to one, landing 48 of his power shots against these guys that are six foot or taller. But to me, it's, it's, it's what I think this fight is going to be. The difference is the body work. You know, being five foot eight, fighting guys that are six foot, six foot one, you know, six foot three, you know, Calum Smith is you're in that perfect range to land those body shots. And Canelo has landed 226 body shots in just 49 rounds against fighters six foot or taller. Just absurd. I I think it will be a close fight, though. I I honestly think it's going to be as you hear with the conversation with Garcia, it's like I can see this fight playing out like the first couple, you know, seven, eight rounds that the Kovalev fight played out because Kovalev was just like, I'm going to jab you. I'm going to jab, 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 and try to control the range and kind of control the fight with my jab. And that was a like 37 or 38 year old Kovalev who was washed, who was coming off of a fight, like what, 50 days before that against Anthony yard had nothing to follow up. Uh, those jabs with wasn't a real, like crisp jab. Uh, Dimitri Braval has one of the best jabs in all of boxing. 9.7 jabs landed around Dimitri Baval. That's the number two in all of boxing behind Triple G. He throws his jabs 67% of the time. You know what's insane is that Dimitri Boval has landed 342 jabs in his last two fights. That's 26 more jabs than Canelo has landed in his last eight fights. Baval has landed 21, has, excuse me. Baval has landed 10 or more jabs in 21 consecutive rounds. That's too short of Muhammad Ali's record of 23 consecutive rounds. So he's got that jab. It's almost to a fault where it's like, are you ever going to throw your right hand, Baval? What happened to you when you were stopping guys and HBO had you pegged as the next Golovkin? That's the thing in this fight, is like, obviously, Baval has a really good jab. That's for certain. I just gave him the numbers. But where has the combination punching gone? I went back and looked over Baval's last 51 rounds. He's only thrown over 20 power shots six times. Single-digit power shots in 44 of his last 51 rounds. That's not going to get the job done against Canelo. It might get the job done for maybe a few rounds before Canelo times the jab and starts firing overhand rights, and starts firing to the body. But Bivol is very tough to hit. I understand he's never fought anyone like Canelo, but Bivol opponents land just 5.4 punches a round. That's fewest among all active fighters. Bivol opponents land just 12% of their total connects, also number one in all of boxing. Also number one in all of boxing, Bivol opponents are landing just 3.8, power shots around to go even further. Breval has limited his opponents to single digit connects in 13 consecutive rounds and 120 of his last 129 rounds dating back to October, 2016, but he's never faced anyone like Canelo Alvarez. You have Bernard Hopkins saying that this is going to be an easy fight for, for Canelo you have guys like Ryan Garcia and some other, uh, you know, professional fighters saying that this is going to be a tough fight for, for Canelo. I think it's going to be a tough fight. I think it's the toughest fight for Canelo since Golovkin. And I think it's the second toughest fight out there for Canelo outside of better BF. I think Bivol fights up to his competition. You can't really judge him on his last couple of fights because he's fighting relative obscurity fighting against, you know, people, guys we've never heard of. This is the big stage. This is why he laced up his gloves way back when and started boxing is to be on the stage that he's going to be on Saturday night. Will he live up to it? We'll see. We've seen this many, many times uh, for these fights against Canelo Alvarez. The biggest fight you can get in all of boxing is here. uh, And it's Canelo Alvarez. How will you perform? Are you going to go in there and just throw... Your jab 67% of the time and fire single-digit connects or single-digit power shots like we've seen Bivalve the last couple of fights. We shall see. But for Canelo, he picks up a win in this fight. He's now a two-time light heavyweight champion. There are now talks, fight week talks. I love Canelo fight weeks. Outside of the crazies in my Twitter mentions. You know, the usual people that, that, you know, want to bring up Canelo's past, want to say he's overrated, want to say that the media goes too hard for him. It's just ridiculous, Canelo fight week. But add to the ridiculousness is what Eddie Hearn was recently said, where Alexander Usyk, heavyweight champion. Entertaining a fight with Canelo Alvarez, either at cruiserweight or a 201 pound catchweight, which would be considered a heavyweight title fight for Canelo. Obviously, he can also look to unify the division at 175 because Beterbiev and Joe Smith just got finalized and announced for, for June 18th. So there's a nice little final four at 175 playing out. Obviously, Canelo Alvarez and Dmitry Bivol, Arthur Beterbiev and Joe Smith. I expect Beterbiev to beat Joe Smith. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I expect him to win. So at that point, it could be Canelo versus have for all the belts at 175. Canelo can obviously go back down to 168. There's the fight with Golovkin that I, I need to see before I believe. There's fights with Charlo. There's fights with Benavides. There's a lot of fights for Canelo. Alvar, a lot of options for Canelo. Some sexier than others. Some more far, far... Some more far-fetched than others, like this 201-pound catch weight. But I love watching Canelo Alvarez fight. I think we all do. Most sane people, most sane boxing fans enjoy watching this guy fight. I can't wait to see how he solves the puzzle that is Dimitri Bival. How is he going to disarm that jab? How is he going to time that jab? Is he going to go to the body? Is he going to give up rounds early? Because I think he has one of the most interesting styles in all of boxing. Canelo style low volume, high accuracy, game-changing power. Not everyone can do that. There are only a handful of fighters in the championship level that can pull that off, that can walk that tightrope. You know, Javonta Davis does it to a certain extent, low volume, high accuracy, game-changing power. We've seen that from Javonta. We've seen it from Jamel Charlo. But it's a dangerous game. You can give away rounds. Canelo did it against Kovalev. A couple judges had the fight even or, Co- or Canelo up maybe a round before he detonated that left hook and just rendered Kovalev senseless. So that that's the thing in this fight. I think um, we're going to have to see if Canelo can solve Bivol and if Bivol can throw combination shots. Obviously, no, he can jab. Can he throw combination shots? Does he have enough power to keep Canelo honest? Because if Canelo can see that he doesn't have any more power in that right hand, there's a reason that he doesn't throw it anymore. There's a reason that he hasn't had a stoppage, Baval, since 2018. Then Canelo will, you know, do what he usually does, stalk you out and finish you anywhere between the you know eighth and twelfth round. But it should be a fun one. We're on a great run right now in boxing. Just this past weekend, Taylor Serrano did over a million. Uh, 1.5 views. All of a sudden, DAZN is releasing their viewers. Uh, only when it's good news, DAZN releases their viewers. Shakur Stevenson uh, versus Valdez did over a million homes. That's great. You know, two, two cards on the same night doing over a million homes. A million viewers. We were, it's almost like, oh, the best should fight the best, and fans will tune in. Well, good thing we're getting the best versus the best uh, from here on out for the rest of the year. Uh, we're in a marvelous run. So I hope you enjoy this episode. hope you enjoy this interview with Ryan Garcia. I think he has some interesting things to say. A really good. He has some good thoughts on Canelo, too. Uh, you know, obviously nothing with the Canelo drama. More about what's going to happen in the ring uh, this Saturday. And, of course, uh, when Ryan Garcia gets back in the ring. You know, July 16th, he said he's, he's going to be back in there. I still think this kid has a lot to offer the boxing world. Obviously, marketing standpoint, popularity. When he came through the office at John Boy. Everyone knew who he was. Not the case for a lot of fighters outside of maybe Canelo and Tyson Fury. So if he can get it right, if he can put it all together, him and Joe Goosen, I think he can be a major asset to boxing. And I think he can make for some huge, fun fights. Right, with that being said, let's get to Ryan Garcia. Uh, enjoy the fights this weekend. Enjoy Canelo Alvarez fight week. And we will see you. Actually I'll be doing a podcast Saturday night directly following... Canelo versus Buval, win or lose. There'll be a podcast out Saturday, early Sunday morning. And of course, we'll be back next week. But here he is, Ryan Garcia. All right, everybody. I corralled the one and only Ryan Garcia here at John Boy Media in New York City. Ryan taking on the Big Apple. Told us he wants to go see Lady Liberty.
1: Yeah, yes. Statue of Liberty has always been something I always have been wanting to see. And nobody seems to want to go. So I guess I got to go alone.
0: Statue of Liberty and Tank Davis, two things eluding you.
1: Yeah, yeah, more so Statue of Liberty.
0: So uh, obviously you're here because you went to the Katie Taylor-Amanda Serrano fight. I was Mm -hmm. there too. We ran into each other like 10 different times throughout (laughs) the night. Uh, What a freaking fight, man. Yeah. I mean, all that hype, all the promotion, talking about how it's going to be the biggest fight in women's history. And today, as we record this, it's the the seventh anniversary of Mayweather Pacquiao, a fight that had so much hype. Mm. And maybe people said it did live up to the hype, but- it didn't. Taylor Serrano lived up to the hype and then some. What are your sure. thoughts on that fight, man? Uh, it's amazing. It was
1: one of those moments where you feel like you're in a movie when they were just firing left and rights, left and rights, like just standing in the middle of the ring. Uh, even when Katie got hurt, came back and fought hard. Uh, that whole fight was just so just memorable, historic. Everything you wanted to fight, like I can't, like my emotions aren't exactly there anymore yeah. yet. Like it was after the fight. But I just, I just know it was so special. And then meeting her backstage. Yeah, what was that like?
0: What was the energy like
1: in there? She like was so happy to see me, but I was like, yo, it's not (laughs) even about me. Like, it's about you. And she was just so like, the energy was just wholesome. You know, she had her whole family there. Like, everybody was just happy for her. I was freaking happy for her. Uh, And I just wanted to give her respect, her Mm -hmm. credit, because... No, she she did that
0: it was a lot of wholesome vibes yeah. all week long like we've yeah. been to like weigh-ins we've been to fight weeks and it gets contentious like right. sometimes the energy isn't always like positive right. this was more of like a celebration it felt
1: like exactly you know? it was a celebration for women you know they haven't got the credit they deserve um they're still going in the ring they're still fighting without hey, our Hagers, still getting taking hits they're still training hard and you know they don't get paid what they they should probably get paid the women always got to work harder than men to get the respect, even, you know, from the history, you yeah. know, voting, everything, you know, they just don't get no respect. So it's a celebration because oh, they headlined MSG for the first time. And I hope that moving forward, uh, they could gain traction in yeah. the sport of boxing. I, day, think,
0: I think it's like hit, hit a, a crossroads. And I'm this sure. was a huge night to bring it to the next level, whether it's like Alicia Bumgarner and Michaela Mayer, it's is shields you got and sky Scott sky Nicholson coming is up. on the way. That's what I mean. She was the first woman to, uh, First Australian woman to fight at MSG, so there was a lot of history oh, being wow. made. So that's a whole country that was never exposed to to boxing, women's boxing, and now she's like a trailblazer. So to have her there on that card with like the main event,
1: hopefully it foreshadows that she's going to be a star in the future. Yeah, hopefully. she's got
0: star. She came through here too. She's got like star making potential. I mean, 100%, yeah, she's you know. got like the it factor.
1: Yeah, she has like that kind of good energy, just yeah. ready to take on you know everything yeah it's when like she walked awesome. in
0: here everyone was like wait
1: a second like that's a that's a boxer and she, yeah. she looks like a uh, she looks like she, a model no she looks like like just a young yeah like, it's abercrombie person yeah, fact, <laughs> it's that's like, that's the vibe i got think her. she's a fighter for sure yeah but she, she that's what people fight. were saying about me though coming up like, you yes, don't you he don't heard that like, a few yeah, things yeah. they say ryan garcia is an, is an ig model yeah. more than a boxer how do you like, feel about that i mean i just look at the facts of my life like I've been boxing since I was seven. Fifteen-time yeah. national champion. I mean, I could really just hit facts all day, but you know, people are gonna make their own assumptions, and I just gotta prove it in the ring and yeah. tell them who I am mm-hmm. with my fist. Really, that's all I could say. You know, getting to talk to some
0: fighters, and I think what the fans don't realize is like how lonely the sport is. Like mm. growing up, like I know Tia Fima like didn't go to like regular school; at like homeschooled. Mm every weekend going from uh, tournament to tournament. You're right. not living, like, a normal life of, like, a like a teenager or, or a kid. Is that right. the same yeah. for you or you a little more structured?
1: No. No, I was about the same. I didn't go to – I mean, I went to school, but I didn't really go to school. You understand? Like, I'm, I, I was just you. always to tournaments like he was and, uh I was traveling all the time, and then I pretty much stopped going to school at ninth grade. I mean, I did homeschooling, but I really I didn't do homeschooling. That's because of the boxing schedule. Just do boxing, right? schedule And just yeah, it was just boxing. Really, the boxing was taking all my time. I didn't really go to parties. I actually, didn't go to really any of maybe two in my lifetime. And then uh, didn't have my first sip of alcohol until I was like twenty, mm-hmm. nineteen. I mean, that's. Not the legal age. Sorry, <laughs> right. I think everyone here at this company has drinking.
0: Yeah, drinking before they were twenty. <laughs> oh no!
1: I think, I, think we're, I
0: think we're good there. we no. us talk about partying. Uh, going back to Saturday night uh, <laughs> after
1: Taylor Serrano, did you go out? Where'd you go in the city? Yeah, we went out to a club uh, and we just went. In. I just, I didn't drink at all. Mm-hmm. I just but I just so, had, I just had the best time though. And everybody else drink, but I had the best time. Like I, I don't know, I could still have a good time without drinking. That yeah, was I mean, like me growing up. I just go hard. Like, like I drank I just, a little, but I always yeah. was I wasn't like never sloppy. Like, oh Kenobi, yeah. I never seen you carry it out of a bar. It's like I never wanted to get to that point. Yeah, Why, I want to have fun. No, exactly. But I don't know. I just, I could have fun both ways, but I, I was just Who yeah. was, the, what was the crew? It was a lot of my Gymshark people and just everybody that I've been around. And we just I mean, so just party. Like we just party. You, you never do not do that when you're in New York City. I, especially after that fight, like I didn't want to go home. Oh you had to release that energy. I like, <laughs> I was so hyped like you don't understand, like I was like, This was the best thing I've ever seen. Like, yeah. It was awesome. That they agree. were when they were it looked like a movie, like even the mist <laughs> in the ring, like I don't know, there was like a fog in there, like Dude. a filter. Did you see it. what and I saw? You know the I mean? whole night, i like, I I've been to a shit ton of fights. Yeah. Like
0: that Felt so different. I've been to a shit ton of fights at MSG. Like I'm talking going back to Kodo Judo, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Koto uh Kodo Mosley, shredded that. Canelo Fielding. Canelo Fielding. I said the walkout felt loud, just as loud. Yeah. But the fight obviously was such a quick fight. Yeah. This was just as loud on Saturday night for Taylor Serrano than any Kodo fight I've ever been to. Right. And then and Kodo is is MSG. Yeah. So yeah. it was something I've never heard before because it was two fan bases absolutely Colliding. Colliding, and they were just trying to be louder than the other. And that, t- like, the fifth round was super loud. And that last thirty seconds, I'm getting like my goosebumps right now. The last thirty seconds, and then the last ten seconds
1: was like out of a move I was just like, holy no, it was, crap! It was, it was, it was insane. Oh, I mean, and you still think that KD won? I mean, because I was seeing it in person, it looks different when you watch it on a TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this fight in particular, because when I was watching it. I was seeing Katie catch her on the end of the punches all the time. Every time she came in, and Amanda couldn't get off like as easily as she usually does. Yeah. Because the footwork, the speed, was throwing her off. But when she did get off, it was like, oh shit! Like yeah. run away, Katie, please, yeah, like, survive. We had Chris here in Algeria, and he said that
0: he's a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker. Uh, Serrano's a New Yorker, and he's not sparred with her, but he's been in
1: gyms with her, and they say that Serrano hits like a man. No, she does. I mean, I don't know if she does. I haven't felt her punch. You gotta get to the body thing, her right? Maybe uh, if she drops me on piss, I'm throwing <laughs> all my lefts. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but uh, she does look like she has a heavy hand. It doesn't look like like it's not eye catching shots, but mm-hmm. it's like when you when she hits, yeah. me. oh shit, I like her. I so want to see, see that rematch. Every- I do too. I do too. But I want them to get paid real well. I mean, they're going to. I mean, yeah, twenty thousand. Yeah. Uh, I don't.
0: The, the, we don't know the numbers for Dazone, but I, I know they were good. Yeah. Everyone in Dazone was happy. You yeah. it was
1: the talk of boxing. Kind of overshadowed Shakur's fight. I didn't even know that was going on. To be honest, I literally was like, "Oh, they're on the fifth round," and they I started watching it. Like, yeah, I was like, "Oh shoot. Like still boring. Okay, like a fight. <laughs> it was just a master class from Shakur. It was a master class, but I didn't like how. Now, I'm not here to judge anybody's fighting stuff, yeah. but I don't like how in the last yeah. round, he just like, took off. Yeah. Guns like, back. bro, you're winning the fight. Like, don't you ever think of creative ways to like put a statement on it or like, like, are you just really that happy with that? Like, I, I, I personally not. But that's it's all on that person. It's how yeah. they you know feel, you know, fighting. Like, they, if they're okay with just winning a fight, yeah. that's why I don't, I don't even think that. Way. Right. I really, I really want to find a way to just destroy somebody. Like, literally, pit my whole ball sack on them like i'm sorry she's <laughs> like just literally just imprint my whole foot on their face like really that's what i think like how can i i know i can win and i know i could just like box my way like tap them boom 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 all that shit like i know i could use my footwork when i but how do i stamp my whole footprint on them where they well, that's can you always told me. It's like you, yeah, have, you told go you for the payoff yeah well yeah i go to destroy you i don't know how i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna find a way and i'm gonna break you down I'm gonna, I'm like I'll study and I will write my whole notes on how how to like really find a way to stomp on them. How frustrated on. were you in your last fight not being able to get the knowledge? I wasn't out. really frustrated to be honest. I was I was happy ha- happy looking back at it because I was like okay now I can really break down a twelve round fight. Right now 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 I know how to scientifically break it down because I know in certain spots I was like okay I felt this way here or whatnot. Uh, but I know, I mean, I'm gonna have so many other times to knock somebody I out. I mean, I dropped them, I heard them three times, I won every round. That's basically a knockout. You wanted rounds? No, I didn't want rounds, but I. But made. it's good to get rounds. Yeah, it's good to get rounds. First like, time going to a world clear. Like I'll take it. You know what I mean? Like okay, good. Yeah. Now I'm gonna learn from. I'll learn from this whole. It's good because I can see beginning and there were some technical errors that I had already really fixed, but after a long year layup, I had to see in front of me. And then on top of it, the crowd kind of threw me off because I really wanted to keep them engaged in the fight because I knew he didn't want to be. You actually think about that when you're in the ring? All the time. All the time. Because I don't I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the crowd being, like, salty because I care about uh, I really, truly care well, about Well, he wasn't me. engaged. so it's really, it takes two to tango. And I'll tell you exactly why. When in the first round, you know, people step in with a jab to try to hit you, that you mm-hmm. have to step in with a jab. He stepped in, I uppercut him, I swear, just watch, just like towards the end. He stepped out, and I just caught him right in his face. He said, "He made that face." The cameraman <laughs> made around him. He said he, did, he didn't want to do any more of that. <laughs> and he went, Yeah, he, and, he didn't throw. He didn't. He was there. He threw one punch. Yeah. You look at the fight. Yeah. He literally threw one significant like, punch where you slap, he slapped me with the left. Up. And then I think the quarter was like, he didn't like that. And I just yeah. looked at them. I was like. Please have. Oh, this his first punch he threw in the seventh round. Just well, relax. You got the win. First yeah. fight with, with Joe Goosen, your
0: yeah. new trainer. I, oh, I love was, him, by the way. Dad. I love Joe. And Joe. 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 My dad, my father, and Joe go back to like the 80s. Is he not Crazy the funniest stories. dude ever, though? Crazy stories, <laughs> boxing family. His brother played for, like, the Mets. Yeah, no, I think, yeah. He was Mets. a stand-in for Gene Hackman in, in movies, crazy. Hollywood. Like, yeah. the Goosens are, like, one of the original low family. Yeah, boxing. They're, they're
1: low-key just legendary. Right, mm-hmm. and now
0: whenever I see him now, whether it's in a denim, he just got the ultimate respect of everyone in boxing. Yeah, good. And, and how, how's it going with him?
1: Absolutely adore Joe. Like, I literally love my coach. Like, he, he's just a mentor to me, like a father figure. Just so much, like... More than a coach. And I literally, I could talk to him. I call him right now anytime. I would just chat for hours and just like laugh about random shit.
0: Yeah, tell him you're here. He'll
1: know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he'll, love, he'll love. He'll be talking. He'll get on and start talking. Yeah, but, he's uh, the best. Listen. He's listen, the best. Listen. That's how he always
0: does. Yeah, listen, yeah. On Fox. No, no. come on. Yeah. Here. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so your next fight told some people July 16th. Yeah. I think it's against Dame Lillard.
1: Yes. No. No, it's not. But um, the fans are gonna be very happy. It's uh, that's everything. Hype, um, you know, emotion, emotion. I, you I. Have, I now. No, I have an idea. I have an idea. I just don't want to count ca- ca- count my chickens before they hatch. But we're talking. We're in talks. Uh, is it a short guy? Some would consider him short.
0: Does it rhyme with, with <laughs> Fitbull?
1: N- that doesn't even rhyme. Fitbull snooze. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All I know is uh. The fans are going to be happy if this goes through.
0: I want to see you fight, obviously, Tank Davis. I want yeah. to see you fight Jojo Diaz. I want mm-hmm. to see you fight Isaac Cruz. Mm-hmm. Is it something along? I'm not, you, know, you don't have to say now. Something along those fa- lines where fans are going to be like, okay, good. Well, yeah. Ryan Garcia is back. 100%. And, you know, this is this, this the next fight after this should be a tank?
1: Yeah. The What I would say is they called my last fight the return, but I feel like this is really the They should have called the last fight the yeah. tune-up, then the return. <laughs> no, no disrespect to Takeo, but come on, man. You disappointed me. I wanted to be yeah. fight a little bit. He was talking a lot of smack, too. With the I was ready pepper, to get hit. I was like, come on. You said you, said you were going to taste the Ghana pepper? And I, and I hit him with what I hit him with. But, uh, no, nah, I didn't feel no Ghana pepper or yeah. heat. But, uh, you know what? Maybe maybe this was too overmatched. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Sorry. you well, we But In this next opponent, you say it's going to be something that friends are going to be excited about. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're going to be... Because it has everything. It has height. Uh, okay, I, I think I know who it is. Yeah, you think, yeah. I, I think no. I know, too. I think that you know... That I know they either <laughs> we can get this to happen. <laughs> I mean, whether it's on the own pay per view or right.
0: with who I think it is yeah. uh, by the name of Pitbull Cruz,
1: yeah.
0: I'm just. I'm just yeah. you left hand of
1: Pitbull Cruz. <laughs>
0: ah, uh, Let's talk about the um, the commercial,
1: with Dame. Yeah, they loaded, uh, hey, Big national, box. It's a national Gatorade commercial, yeah, like Gatorade. national commercial that's playing all over the NBA uh, playoffs. Is just how did that come about? I just signed with Gatorade, but it was uh, after Campbell. They stuck by me even though I went through all that stuff, and then um, we filmed this maybe before my last fight, and it came out, man, it came out great. The vibes are crazy. Yeah. Like, this commercial is sick. He stepped and, over the ropes. And me who watched the commercial, yeah. like, dude, that's a sick-ass Because I look at him, I'm like, you know we're not shooting threes, right? You know I came up with that last <laughs> like, They up? had something, they had something, I was like, all right, I'm going to say this, though, like, uh, something that kind of, like, I would say. And then, uh, and then it worked out perfect came out fire and everybody's like, yo, that commercial's sick. That Everywhere sick. I go, like, that shit's It's not a lot of boxers that are doing commercials like that. They can't, man. this you understand? <laughs> like, you know, as a... You gotta have works that... You gotta have and that facade. Like, <laughs> we need Brian Garcia to keep winning because it's good for boxing. Yeah, and you know what? People though, don't like to look at the facts of the matter. Like, I, I would say I'm important to boxing. You know, I, I feel like I, I bring a lot to it and... I I understand that I'm aware of that so I'm gonna try my hardest and just do everything right I have, to yeah. do I have the time, I have speed, I have power, I have time, I have everything I need I just got to work hard on my technique mm-hmm. and just I really break it down and I'm doing that so. You feel you're 100% dedicated now to sport? Oh yeah everything I do You know, I'm in such a good place I'm very happy I'm happier than happy uh boo you no. were happy saturday night i was happy man you were bouncing all over the garden yeah oh. exactly yeah. Yeah, it was good energy in the crowd that night it was good energy everywhere bro it was yeah. Good energy. City, except, baby? except this one moment in the crowd where i had to check somebody but okay you knocked uh, him out no nah, i just checked him he was disrespecting a woman too much and i was like bro chill you just chill. like kind of saw that in the crowd well he was right in front of me he was like screaming at this woman and i was like bro <laughs> relax what bro. was his face when he saw you he was like Nah, no, no, bro, like, uh, whoop whoop start mumbling, it was worse, like, no, bro, you don't talk to a woman like that, you don't yeah. even know her, no. what's up with that, still, I see a lot of that going on in the crowd. it's not like, Say, another we thing sh- with
0: Mike Tyson today, Yeah. he was at the Shakur the- fight, the plane obviously was ridiculous, Yeah. but, uh, at the Shakur fight, someone, a woman, put like, put her finger in Mike Tyson's face, Okay. people yeah. gotta just leave Mike alone, yeah. leave Mike alone,
1: first of all, and-, and second of all, don't lose reality that a person is a human being, even though they're an idol or a or a figure, you know, they're humans. Like you, just don't mess with people. You're not gonna go up to your like anybody in the streets and be like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: they go crazy when they see you know people what I mean? go Crazy when they see Mike Tyson. Yeah,
1: I gotta thank my fans, man. They give me so much respect coming up. like, yo, bro, can yeah. I? like they they always you know for for the most part they give yeah. me love.
0: So you see, get noticed when you walk the streets in New York City all the time. What's yeah, it? does that ever get to old?
1: Not really, man. Not really. I just I'm for the people. Like I just just who I am. Like I I, I don't think I've ever really said no to a person. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I have. You didn't
0: say no to coming here. No. Nope, That's nope, nice. Nope. Appreciate
1: it. Uh, if that. it makes sense, you know, those people are they get motivation, they get happiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? So
0: Alright, we got some big fights so coming nice. up this weekend. Canelo Alvarez, Dimitri Bivol. Yeah. Tough fight for yeah. Canelo. We spent a lot of time with him, obviously. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into it. Yeah. What happened? It's like it's been reported. It's already stuff. been reported. That's, that's through. That's over, right?
1: Yeah, it's over. I don't mm. even. Like, it's it's passed and we we'll move on. But if we talk about the fight, and yeah, take out, the all fight. The motion, out all the emotions. How do you think it's going to play out? All the motions aside, this is. The f- if Lu- Canal is going to lose any fight, it's going to be this fight. And I strongly I could stand on that because. I've seen him obviously spar and fight, obviously we've seen that both um and this style is just very it's not the best for canelos it's saying. tricky I mean anybody with a great jab and very good at technique and big gives them gives them will give him a little bit of issues, yeah, know?
0: I'm saying this is the toughest fight for canelo since Golovkin. Yes, yes. Because Golov- I always said the way to disrupt Canelo, you're not necessarily going to beat him, mm-hmm. but the way to disrupt Canelo is you got to have volume, and Golovkin throw 70 punches around. you got to have power. Obviously, Golovkin mm-hmm. has power. you got to have a good jab. Mm-hmm. You know, Bival doesn't throw as much as 70 around, but he's big. He's got pretty good power, and he's got very good jab. So I see, like, the first maybe eight rounds kind of playing out like the Kovalev fight played out, where, where he was up. giving away rounds. Canelo off of sheer inactivity, trying yes. to figure him out. Well, but the same with Kovalev. Kovalev was only throwing a jab. He wasn't trying to Here, here's, pun him of here's any power.
1: A, here's another thing. Canal is very um he doesn't have much gears. If you watch him fight, it's right. kind of the same gear and then uh in in hopes that the guy breaks down over the pressure, right? But it's not really that hard pressure. It's just he's gonna make you miss a lot because he's fading in and out all the time while keeping his aggression at a consistent base. Mm. Now the way you beat him, right, or the way we've seen him get you know, B, is when a guy is very active, you know, with Kovalev, with just that little baby, he wasn't even committing to his shots, but he just threw a lot of, like, little shots and Canelo just couldn't get off, right? But obviously, Canelo found that left hook. But that's why I was going to say I was going to bring up that Kovalev fight because, to me, Baval is a young Kovalev, right? Mm-hmm. And he's very fast and more more aggressive right now than Kovalev is. Yeah. So I, I, it's a fifty. To me, it's a 50-50 fight. I mean, no. Dis- I'm not saying this because what whatever. But like, if I'm just looking at it that way, it's gonna be a close one. But you know, we'll see. I see him breaking him down late to the body. Yeah. You know,
0: against yeah. six foot guys or taller. Yeah. His his punch stat numbers are absurd. He 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 goes to the body like no other. Because he makes thing.
1: the guys feel like. They can't hurt him. I mean, none of them, like, each, even, like, they just don't believe in their punches when he's in front of you because his guard is so, like, his presence there makes you feel like, even if I'm throwing, it's not going to do anything. You spar with uh, Once once before we spar but you know obviously he's way bigger than me so he's not going to throw his hardest but yeah. obviously it had the speed factor on
0: who would you like to see him fight it's like a big debate in the boxing world it's like oh you know jake said it in the press conference you know he's ducking Benavides. he's ducking Charles. that's the best fight for him Benavides, right Benavidez, yeah. i think Benavides is another guy who has he throws a lot of punches yeah he has a lot of power he gets hit though. he gets hit that's i was just about to say he gets he doesn't he's a stationary target and he's tall and Canelo can just beat up on stationary targets. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it'll be a fun fight because he's willing to take like two to land one. He's got a lot of power and it could still happen. Like, Canelo's only 31 years old.
1: Yeah, I mean, those are the fights for him. He has Golufkin again, he has mm-hmm. uh, Benavides and, um, and yeah, that's Charlo. Ch- Charlo, but, yeah. But Charlo's at 160. Charlo's
0: never fought at 168.
1: And Charlo just, uh, I don't know. It's like weird career. I haven't even been, yeah, I don't even know what's going on with him. Honestly. He fought
0: Dervinchenko two years ago, and that was the best one of his career. And then since then, he's fought once last June. And that's it. And Montiel, now he's fighting Sulecki. I mean, these aren't big names. He's supposed to fight Munguia, and that fell through.
1: Yeah, I haven't really seen much about him. Yeah. Uh, but I hope he's doing well and his brother.
0: Yeah, a lot of big fights coming up. Um, Some at 135 in your, in your weight class. All uh, the belts, yeah. undisputed. Devin Haney's traveling over. Oh, I'm
1: so bitter. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> how you feeling about that that's true. it yeah. could have been you i mean it could have uh could've been, could've not but been. there's still time yeah, uh there's but time.
0: devin haney george Cambosos, uh early june mm. australia
1: that's a big fight that's a big fight and it's good it's good that they're uh they came together got got the fight done uh, it's gonna be an austria that's awesome um uh, Cambosos is probably will bring bring a big crowd and Hopefully that the judges give it a fair shake, right? Well, no. They got no um no, Australian she-
0: judges and no American judges. So it's all international. That's good. Haney told me that he pushed for that really hard.
1: That's good. Because you seen with the Jeff Horn situation with uh, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah.
0: That was one of the biggest robberies ever.
1: Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's a real robbery. Like, Taylor Toronto that- was not a robbery. That's a close fight. No, no, no. Horn, yeah. Pacquiao is a robbery. No. Like, it was just disgusting. Yeah. I was like, wow. But, yeah. I mean... Whatever.
0: When you again, when you watch it, do you feel like, oh man, I I want that. You know, that's what I want. No, I
1: hope uh, you know, in the perfect world, I hope I fight this guy and hopefully get the winner of Haney and Campbell. That's a perfect world. Right? Well,
0: how about Tank? I can't do an interview without bringing up Javonta Davis. Of course,
1: you know, I would say if I gave anybody a real uh, like assessment of that fight would happen, I would say summer of twenty twenty three. Even Tank. Yeah. What makes you say that? Just how everything's lined up and. It makes all sense for it to be at a certain time frame. And I think that would be the perfect time frame. So, how
0: many more times would you fight until summer 2023? It's
1: like two, three. Two, three. So, July. So, July, end
0: of this year. Oh, you're going to get three in this year.
1: Yeah. That's good. That's what you need. You got to just get out there, man. I love to fight and I'm great at it. So, why not do it?
0: (laughs) So, so summer 2023, talking about what this arena was like on Saturday, I've been saying that the, the biggest, one of the biggest fights you could. Making boxing outside of like a heavyweight Fury or undisputed and, or, or and, Spence yeah. Crawford is you and Tank. It's a money, money fight. Me and
1: Tank will absolutely destroy any fight out there right now. Any fight. Especially if we both win the our our respective fights coming up and then hopefully get one more in, and then fight. I'm telling you, like if you just look at the numbers, you look at our fan bases, you look at the hype, you look at the celebrities that would promote it and just every 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 factor—if you put it all into play and mix it up and do it right—literally explosion. They, they've never. There's never been a fight that's had social media and the leverage of it that it has now, especially yeah. with us. And then on top of it, you don't even need so- social media to promote this fight. On top of it, it's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be two guys fight. that go for Bang, the knockout. Got explosion. We yeah. don't We don't really give a fuck. We made our <laughs> money. We just want to fucking beat, beat each other up. Yeah. Like this. This would be a fight like. You got the culture. You just got, you know, everything. It's got everything. Look at Saturday. You had two different fan bases. You had two no, different. But this is this is the same this, way, but like same even, way, but even but a little bigger. Even bigger because uh, to me, it goes international. Yeah. Like I have an international fan base as well. You know what I mean? And I think that just colliding everything together, like literally would just be fucking That's got to happen. They got to. You. you know, that's the type of thing like people would just be talking about it like, you know, another a- what if they're gonna be going crazy. Yeah. Uh what do you even been keeping track of him what's going on with
0: him and Mayweather promotion? Yeah, I've
1: seen a little bit of stuff, but I like I don't wanna I don't know. You I think that'll make it easier to make a fight if he leaves uh Will and it, it make it easier? Probably. This is
0: still gonna be with Heyman though.
1: Yeah, still gonna be with Heyman. I have a good connection. My 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 advisor Lupe manager, uh he uh he knows I guess Al Heyman really well. So it's like it's gonna be easy to make. make no matter way. what. It makes a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all else. make money. we all going to make a lot of money. Yeah,
0: but you can make a lot of money with that fight. I know, I know. A lot of like money.
1: Like $20, 30000000 yeah enough ha- for sure. You guys fight
0: twice. That's, yeah. There's no other fight, in my opinion. You know, no. Haney and Kambosos are going to be tied up for uh, yeah. a while. Tio's moved on to 140. Right. Uh, Lomachenko, we don't know exactly what's going on with Lomachenko. I hope he's good. Yeah, exactly. He's doing his thing in the Ukraine. He's he's not even thinking about boxing right now. Mm-hmm. The fight it has to be made now. I mean, we're seeing Spence fight Crawford, we're seeing the heavyweights fight, we're seeing undisputed at
1: one sixty eight. What we're I was saying one fifty four. That when we do fight, that fight is gonna decide who's the next superstar pay per view in boxing. That right there. And we both want it. We both want it. We both have I'm sure comes- you're tired of being asked about it. Yeah. And we both want it and right there it's just it's gonna set our career. We're both gonna have great careers regardless but right there is gonna really position us as like, yeah. yo, this is the face of boxing right now. How many more, how many fights, like what's your perfect ending to your career? How many fights? Do 55 you get and 0, 06, you know? <laughs> you asked me, you're what at the 18? perfect one.
0: You're at 18 and 0? Oh, I'm 23 and 0, 0, 22 0. 22 and 0, man. 22 and 0, How
1: are you gonna interview I, me? You don't I'm even sorry. know my record. No, that's, that's a, that's no. a, hey, somebody that's put a body detector we'll on this to, guy. We'll
0: have to edit that out <laughs> gonna... and post.
1: 22 and 0. <laughs> yeah. So you say you're gonna fight 30 plus more times? Yes. I would love that. Yes. I'm telling you my goal is to destroy me with his record just like I rub it in his face <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that and make over a billion dollars and be like I did that and, and I got the respect just to rub it it's just, just, I want to do it to him just because he got that like I remember going to his gym and he just he made me just feel like kind of like like shit a little bit he didn't give you a time of day not that he give me a count of day he's just so like ignorant with it like I got entitled like no respect for just humans like just like cocky like I, I i it's not a facade to me because i've seen it in front of me i'm not trying to talk shit i'm just saying what i've experienced like he just didn't give me respect he didn't when did get, you guys
0: meet how old were you
1: i was young I was like, you hey, he probably had no idea who like you know maybe not but still like you should eat like a normal young kid like i'm gonna show them love like mm-hmm. if they come to the gym i'm gonna make them feel good like uh, you know what i mean i'm gonna make them feel like you, know, you got it champ. like keep working like just say too. never meet your heroes they can be jerks yeah true yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, we're that about, mean to a young yeah. King
1: Rye, and now I'm coming to get him.
0: Coming for that record, I'm
1: coming to get his crown. <laughs> all right, man. I'm the young
0: king. There you go. So, 55 and 0, he yeah. beats Jeronte Davis right off into the sunset. Yes, yeah, so... come maybe a broadcaster, <laughs> okay. broadcast, buy, no. buy a sports franchise. All no, the just take over make... Hollywood and just
1: become the... you want to act. No, I don't know. Did but you feel it when you're on there with Dame? I mean, I, I feel like I was pretty good on camera. I look good on camera. I mean, I don't see any problems why I couldn't act. I yeah. would have to take it very serious, get an acting coach, know the techniques, and then just Joke master the it. Probably. No, he said I was a natural, though. He's like, yo, you're like crazy natural.
0: And no? Dame uh, is a big boxing fan. I had him on my Dame. show, and he was giving you props, you know?
1: Dame is a natural. He
0: knows his boxing. He knows like
1: in and out. No, it's weird how many... W- People he knows, like I don't. He named some names. I'm like, who the hell is that? But in boxing, right? Yeah. His his big thing is when we, someone asked him
0: for his top five, he didn't he didn't know who Inouye was, so he got roasted, and then he quickly learned how ruthless boxing Twitter is. Oh. Yeah. Like they were ragging on him because he's like, Inoue, I never heard of him.
1: Whoa, that's. So, so then from there, like crazy. he kind of like studied up a little more. Yeah, Inouye is uh like his nickname is a monster. What's your
0: top five right now,
1: pound for pound? Canelo, Terence Crawford. Errol Spence, uh, uh, myself, whoever, I don't care. Anyway. Anyway. Usyk. Usyk, yeah. Man, there's so many great it's, fighters. Like, it's a great time
0: to be a boxing the, fan the, right the, the
1: pound for pound list is just whatever to me. Like, who cares? I never make pound for pound Like, list. it doesn't matter. It's one right? thing I who, never like, do is it's just Absolutely, like, who doesn't? Who cares? It, there's no
0: criteria. It's no, like a
1: popularity contest. Yeah.
0: If you leave someone
1: at, it's like. You should just say, like, it's. Canelo, who cares? Just have one guy. Well, the, t- the top
0: four, I think, is it's got to be Canelo Crawford, in a way. Just look at accolades and achievements.
1: Yeah. How about just break it down? Whoever
0: you put those top four. Yeah. Whatever. The fact that there's like 15 guys that are worthy of it, you know, I think Shakur should get in there soon because he's Sooner doing enough. things in uh, yeah. two divisions and yeah. But it's, like I said, it's the best time to be a boxing fan right now. There's so Not many good, good fights from now until the summer. You know, heavyweight divisions loaded. Every division, the best of fighting, the best. And one day, we're going to get you and, and Tank in there. The biggest fight possible. Biggest fight possible. My man, appreciate you coming through. New York City, what's what's left before you head back to the West Coast? What are you going to do?
1: I got to do this little award show. Uh, <laughs> but after You're that, hosting it? Uh, I'm part of it. I'm speaking on it. I forgot That's what tonight? Tomorrow. Okay. So I got to practice the script. But other than that, I'm good. Just checking out the streets. A little cold here in the city. A little city. cold, but I hit my run already fire run there you go looking over the city so uh, sightseeing maybe lady liberty nobody wants to go <laughs> so maybe i'll swim over there by myself we gotta get you over to lady liberty yeah. all right bro all right, appreciate man. you Thank coming you, through bro. man